0: Hi, and welcome to our show, Forever Paranormal, with your host, Dr. Bill and Ed, where we will discuss such things as cryptids, UFOs, hauntings, angels, unsolved mysteries, government conspiracies and cover-ups, witchcraft, the metaphysical, and more, as well as stories sent in by you, our listeners. If we can connect a paranormal element to it, we'll talk about it. And you may be surprised by what all is connected to the paranormal. Please don't forget to follow, rate, and share the show, since it would not be possible without you, our listeners. And as a public service, we would like to let everyone know that you are truly never alone, even if you think you are. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is 988-Just-Reach-Out. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode, where we're going to talk about a possible government UFO, UAP cover-up and disclosure. As some of you may know, NASA just had a press release about UFOs are real. Now they're not saying extraterrestrials are real, and they're not saying that aliens are real, but unidentified flying objects are real. They're going to put out their full report in July of 2023. And I'm sure we may circle back a little bit after that report comes out. But we'll have to wait and see. Hi, Deb. How are you doing this week?
1: I'm okay. How about you?
0: I'm okay. So, you think you're ready to dive down this rabbit hole for the benefit of our listeners and humankind as a whole?
1: Do you really think the government will opt for transparent disclosure on this subject?
0: Well, my opinion on this matter is there will never be a full disclosure by any government. None of them will want to admit that they've been lying to the entire world all this time or that they may have possibly made deals with the aliens for technology while allowing them to use humans as guinea pigs. What is going to happen will be more of an exposure type scenario where more and more items will be leaked, more TV shows and research centers Will be able to show us their findings, and suddenly spacecraft sightings will be shown in high resolution on the evening news. Then, just like that, it's real.
1: Whoa, what kind of technology would be worth risking human lives?
0: Any kind of technology any government in the world finds it's worth it. They already risk human lives every day for war and technology and religion, and ground, gathering ground, you know, and the whole Cold War was about technology. The government doesn't care about us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so let's start our time frame here around 1947 with the Roswell, New Mexico incident. You know, the one where a press release from the Roswell Army Airfield, RAAF, about a downed flying disc on a local ranch only to retract the story the next day, saying it was pieces of a weather balloon. Getting to current time, that's about 76 years that the governments of the world have been not denying such things existed, which today still carries a stigma about your mental facilities if you are a UFO or UAP experiencer of some, any sort. They still say you're nuts.
1: I'm not an expert, but a weather balloon is made of rubber or latex, and is not disk shape. So, this implies the government thinks we are naive at best, or just bumbling idiots.
0: Uh, Yeah, we are kind of bumbling idiots, because we keep putting the same people back in office, right?
1: Well, yeah, that is true.
0: But you got to remember, there are ancient petroglyphs and artifacts from all over the world, which show... Humanoid figures wearing what appears to be astronaut type spacesuits. Sacred texts like the Bible or Vedas reference angels, gods, and creators, and other supernatural beings that came from the sky. The Zohar speaks of aliens that inhabit different parts of our world.
1: Well, I am not a believer in any deity, as you know, but as a childhood, in my childhood, I mean, like most, my parents took us to church regularly. They always referred to God in heaven or in the sky, but made no reference that God is an alien. But that, by definition, would make better sense to me anyway. What do you think?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, God's in heaven or the sky, right? Mm -hmm. So where is the sky? The universe, Mm -hmm. space, where's heaven? Up above the earth. So it could be the universe, it could be be. sky, it could be a parallel universe.
1: It's better sense than these invisible.
0: Well, true, true. Then we have the massive pyramids in Egypt, Mexico, Europe, South America, China, and Japan. And they're all built along the same lines between 20 degrees and 32 degrees north latitude. And all were engineered and executed with remarkable precision and an advanced knowledge of geometry, mathematics, and astronomy. Excuse me. Not to mention how the giant stones were transported and placed in that era.
1: Is it not possible geometry, math, and astronomy were commonplace amongst scholars of those times?
0: Yeah, I think they did have mathematics, geometry. But how did they move the stones? They understood astronomy. Um, But at that point, you got to remember astronomy, they still thought the world was flat. So I I don't really know, and you may be right.
1: Well, they weren't cavemen pounding on their chest if they were able to do this. No,
0: that's true. Absolutely right. Now let's look at the indigenous tribes like the Native American Hopi or the Dogon people of Africa who point to the sky as the place of their origin. They literally point to the sky, not metaphysically or spiritual origin, but as an exact location of the parent beings that brought the entire human race into existence. These beings are believed to have come to Earth thousands of years ago and seeded this planet with life or at a minimum adjusted our DNA.
1: Do you think that Like most people, they were just trying to attach a logical reasoning for their existence?
0: They were trying to attach a logical reason for their existence, yes. But these two, in particular, always have pointed to the sky and said, that's where our parents came from. It wasn't Mother Earth, it wasn't anything else. They're the only ones that have done that. But let's keep in mind, this does not prove the existence of aliens or UFOs. But one does have to acknowledge that all the witnesses and experiencers can't be lying. We now have some released military videos like the Tic Tac and other objects, and more and more military pilots are reporting sightings. In fact, some military pilots have made the statement that they see one every time they fly.
1: Don't you think they would have been quieted by the government about that? I mean, maybe they're just trying to get their five minutes of fame making it
0: up? or Well, the government has quieted them for 76 years, right? So they're not coming out and going on television and being a star on an evening news. These guys and these women are reporting this stuff discreetly and quietly. They're leaking things. They think that the people have a right to know. You know, the United States has always taken a position of denial, some files have been released through the Freedom of Information Act or leaked in one manner or another. But the most fundamental facts about UFOs are still being denied. There have been many task force created in the last seven and a half decades to supposedly research this phenomenon. But were they really created to disprove what people were seeing? It would appear that way. Even Dr. J. Allen Hynek, the renowned astronomer and creator of ufology, who was hired by the U.S. to work on many of these task forces, ended up claiming that UFOs were real. But his thought was they were mostly from another dimension instead of another galaxy, which is a whole other story for another time. What would the reason be to cover this up? One of the theories out there is about technology and what we have gained. Another is about national security. I can at least buy part of the national security aspect because you don't want to let your enemies know what you know or what you may not know about their technology, whether they are extraterrestrial or just another country. It's like playing poker. You don't want to show your hand unless somebody anties up into the pot, right?
1: Perhaps they are not cute and humorous kind of alien, but rather want to extinguish the human race.
0: Well, I think there's kind of both. I think we have ones that are friendly. I think we have ones that aren't friendly. And uh, we'll just have to see. What would this do to the religious bodies of the world? Would it turn organized religion on its head? And what about how religion alone could affect the world economy? Or would it increase the religious faith by showing the power and greatness of the universal creator?
1: I don't see the believers in organized religion giving an inch to question their own beliefs. Perhaps they would go on the counter-offensive and claim they're being discriminated against or harmed or anything like that and maybe file suit against the government like seems to be the normal go-to action nowadays.
0: I'm not sure. You may be right. But I think that they would not admit any wrongdoing whatsoever. I think they would take it and use it to strengthen their position of the almighty creator. He created them as well. He created the universe. That's what the Bible tells them. That's what the religious text tells them. So I think it would just strengthen their their stance on everything. I don't personally think that it would take away from it. Are we ready as a people for this? We still have poverty, racism and illiteracy. We fight wars in the name of God, yet not even wondering how how can both sides both sides fight for the same god? He must be tired being fought over all the time. We still argue about healthcare being a universal right and whether climate change is even real. I mean, come on people. Climate change has been real and ongoing since the last ice age. It's a natural progression. We put poisons in our food and water and air, and we have half of our population in prisons. So are we really that advanced as a species and ready to know the truth? Well, yeah, we are. And it's not any world government's right to tell us otherwise.
1: Greed, status, vanity. Yeah, I agree. Human existence today requires knowledge to have it all.
0: Exactly. And I I think we're ready as a race. Maybe it would help us progress and be a better species on the planet than what we currently are. But we've got to look at it. Does the government want to admit they have been lying to us for over 76 years? We all know the answer to that one. Hell no, they don't. In the U.S. alone, there is supposedly a deal between some of the U.S. presidents and extraterrestrials. Is this for technology, world power, universal power? or something we can't even begin to fathom. According to many newspaper accounts, and as verified by his great-granddaughter, Laura, President Dwight D. Eisenhower made a nocturnal trip on February 20, 1954, to Holloman Air Force Base to have a clandestine meeting with aliens, which was supposedly about the aliens telling us to stop the A-bomb testing. And that was ongoing at that time. It should be noted that the U.S. didn't stop nuclear testing until 1992, But they never exploded another nuclear weapon after 1955, not even in a test. Hmm. That seems to give some credence to the meeting subject.
1: Did they keep White House records back then? I mean, it would be more believable if there were some sort of official recording of this rather than a secondhand account confirmed by a family member. I mean, don't you think?
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. But let's think of it another way. Um, There are times where I don't keep things written down. Right? There are times where other organizations don't keep things written down. Because you don't want that evidence out there. You want to keep it hidden. You want to keep it clandestine. Right? You know, there may be records on it. I don't know. They're never going to admit it. That's for sure. Supposedly, at one of the meetings, it was reported that Eisenhower negotiated with one alien race to obtain technology from them in exchange for the aliens being allowed to abduct a few humans for research purposes, as long as no real harm would come to the test subjects.
1: Again, only the human lives are at risk here on the word of honor of an alien.
0: Well... They have such advanced technology, maybe we don't have much of a choice. Maybe they could take us out of existence if they didn't put us here. Yeah. We may talk about this in another episode. We may delve into that rabbit hole with the presidents, with, with some other stuff. Because it was my understanding that Eisenhower met with two different alien races. The first he just disregarded completely. Then the second one, is the one he agreed with, and they're the ones doing the testing on the human beings. But that that's a subject for another time. Just imagine, though, that tomorrow the government makes a global announcement of the UFO presence. And just like that, the world changes in an instant. Everything we know and believe is called into question. And maybe some people aren't able to cope with the new reality. Some people can't cope with any kind of reality, but that's not the point. The vast majority of people already believe something is out there. Would it really change the people of the world or the economy of the world?
1: I think it would cause at least temporary hysteria on all sides of the subject. Like other major events, someone is always pushing a dramatic agenda and recruiting believers.
0: Yeah, and you may be right, but I think it would more or less be talked about for a day or two, and then the news would automatically switch, switch to something else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, they'd switch to something else, and it wouldn't even be a topic anymore, so people would forget it. But if it's done correctly, the UFO disclosure will not cause mass panic. Maybe the designed way to reach disclosure really is through exposure. After all, we are so much more accustomed to the idea of extraterrestrial life now than 76 years ago. The sci-fi shows were a hit, and even news of NASA finding water and elemental life on Mars isn't shocking anyone, and mostly going unnoticed. It was a blurb in the news for five minutes, just like I was talking about possibly the UFO existence, right? Mm-hmm. And then most people don't even realize that that was released in the news like several years ago. The polls show that about 50% of Americans believe that intelligent life exists, about 25% believe that aliens have visited Earth, and the vast majority, about 80%, believe that the government is lying and covering up information about UFOs. But let's imagine what the world could be if our society was not run by the financial banking institutions and the greed that comes with it. Imagine free energy for everyone. Something that an advanced intergalactic races must have accomplished There are no fueling stations here on Earth that we know of. Well, maybe at Denali National Park. Well, maybe there is, but that is another rabbit hole of its own, right? What about being able to cure diseases like cancer, Alzheimer's, or heart disease? Now, what would that do to the economy and the pocketbooks of the government officials? The old saying is that if you want to find the truth about something, you need to follow the money. And that's all about money. What do you think, folks? We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. What about you, Deb? Where are you at on it?
1: The thought of having a world where there's no homelessness or poverty, there's no greed, no diseases, or any of the bad stuff in life is a dream, but only a dream because, like you said, those in charge of the rest of us wouldn't benefit, so... Since they are in control of the world, it's never going to happen.
0: Uh, I agree. Um, if it does, will not be in our lifetimes mm-hmm. or, unfortunately, our children's lifetimes. Yeah. Well, folks, like I said, we'd love to hear what you think about this. Thanks for listening. And this brings us to the end of this episode. And as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, when we discuss another tale yet to be told. Thank you for listening, and remember to like and share the show. We would also appreciate a five-star rating wherever possible to help new listeners find the show. We welcome all questions or comments you may have about this or any other episode, and our contact information can be found in the show notes of this episode. You can also follow us at foreverparanormal.com, and if you'd like to support us, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash forever paranormal the links to these are also in the show notes of this episode